0: Om Sri Sai Ram. Prashanti Sandesh, one hundred ninety seventh episode. Usually think we have arrived the destination. We have arrived at the conclusion. There is nothing more to know. Nothing more to travel. In other words, we get travelled or oh, we get satisfied uh, satisfied with the travel we made, thinking that it is the destination. Under the impression that we have arrived, but it is not so. Let me share with you a story from Upanishads. One young boy my name, Sweta Ketu, was sent by his father to a Gurukul, to a family of an enlightened master to learn. He learned everything that could be learned. He memorized all the Vedas and all the science available in those days. He became proficient in them. He became a great scholar. His friends started spreading all over the country, then there is nothing else to be taught. So the Master said, Svetaketu, you have known all that can be taught, now you can go back. Thinking that everything had happened and there was nothing else, because whatsoever the Master knew, he also knew, and the Master has taught him everything, Svetaketu came back. Of course, with great pride and ego, he came back to his father. When he was entering the village, his father, Uddalaka, Uddalaka, looked out of the window at his son coming back from the university. He saw the way he was walking very proudly. The way he was holding his head in a very egoistic way. The way he was looking all around, very self-conscious, that he knew. The father became sad and depressed. Because this is not the way of one who really knows. This is not the way of the one who has come to know the supreme knowledge. That's not the way. The son entered the house. He was thinking... That his father would be very happy. He had become one of the supremo scholars of the country. He was known everywhere, respected everywhere. But he saw that the father was sad. So he asked, why are you sad? Why? The father said, only one question. I have to ask you, have you learned that by learning which... There is no need to learn anything anymore. Have you known that by knowing which all suffering ceases? Have you been taught that which cannot be taught? The boy also became sad. He said, no, whatsoever I know has been taught to me. And I cannot uh, know more than this. And I can teach now to anybody who is ready to learn. The father said, Then you go back and ask your master that you taught that which cannot be taught. The boy said, But that is absurd. If it cannot be taught, how can the master teach me? The father said, That is the art of the master. He can teach you that which cannot be taught. You go back. He went back. By bowing down to his father's feet, he said, My father has sent me for an absolutely absurd thing. Now, I don't know where I am and what I am asking you. My father has told me to come back and return only when I have learned that which cannot be learned. When I have been taught that which cannot be taught. What is it? What is this? You never told me about it. The Master said, unless one inquires, it cannot be told. You never inquired about it. But now you are starting a totally different journey. And remember, it cannot be taught. So it is very delicate. Only indirectly will I help you. You do one thing. Take all the animals of my Gurkula. There are at least 400 cows, bulls and other animals. And go to the deepest forest possible. Where nobody ever comes and moves. Live with these animals in silence. Don't talk. Because these animals cannot understand any language. So remain silent. And when just by reproduction, these 400 animals have become 1,000, then come back. It is going to be a long time until 400 animals had become 1,000 and it was to go without saying anything, without arguing without asking. What are you talking me to do? Where will it lead? You was to just live with animals and trees and rocks, not talking, and forgetting the human world completely. Because your mind is a human creation. If you live with human beings, the mind is continuously fed. They say something, you say something. The mind goes on learning, it goes on revolving. So, go, the master said, to the hills, to the forest, live alone, don't talk. There is no use in thinking, because these animals won't understand even if you are thinking. Drop all your scholarships here. Sataketu followed. He went to the forest and lived with the animals for many years. For a few days thoughts remained in the mind, the same thoughts repeating themselves again and again. Then it became boring. If new thoughts are not left, then you will become aware the mind is just repetitive, just a mechanical repetition. It goes on in a rut and there was no way to get new knowledge. With new knowledge the mind is always happy because there's something again to grind, something again to work out. The mechanism goes on moving. So as the Ketu became aware there were 400 animals, birds and other wild animals, trees, rocks, rivers and streams. But no man and no possibility of any human communication. There is no use in being very egoistic, because these animals did not know what type of great scholar this Svetaketu was. They did not consider him at all. They did not look at him with respect. So by and by the pride disappeared, because it was futile. And, even, and it even looked foolish to walk in a prideful way with the animals. So even Svetaketu started feeling, if I remain egoistic, these animals will laugh at me. So what I am doing? Sitting under the trees, sleeping near the streams, and by his mind became silent. The story is beautiful. Ten years passed and his mind became so silent that Svartaketu completely forgot when he had to return. He became so silent that even this idea was not there. The past dropped completely. And the dropping of the past, the future drops. Because the future is nothing but a projection of the past. Just the past reaching into the future. So he forgot what the master had said. He forgot when he had to return. There was no when and where. He was just here and now. He lived in the moment, just like the animals, he became a cow. The story says that when the animals became one thousand, they started feeling uncomfortable. They were waiting for Svartaketu to take them back to the ashram and he had forgotten. So one day the cows decided to speak to Svartaketu and they said, now it is time enough. And we remember that the master had said that you must come back when the animals became 1000. And you have completely forgotten. Now is the time and we must go back. We have become 1000. So Svetaketu came back with animals. The master looked from the door of his hut at Svetaketu, coming with 1000 animals. And he said to his other disciples, look 1000 And one, animals are coming. Svartaketu had become such a silent being, no ego, no self-consciousness, just moving with the animals as one of them. The master came to receive him. The master was dancing, ecstatic. He embraced Svartaketu and he said, Now there is nothing to say to you. You have already known. Why have you come? There is no need to come now. There is nothing to be taught. You have already known. Svartikhetu said, just to pay my respects, just to touch your feet, just to be grateful. It has happened and you have taught me that which cannot be taught. This is what a master is to do. Create a situation in which the things happens. So only indirect effort can be made. Indirect help, indirect guidance. And wherever direct direct guidance is given, wherever your mind is taught, it is not religion. It may be theology, but not religion. It may be philosophy, but not religion. But the sage was satisfied looking at him, blessed him to return home. This episode from this Upanishad tells us that we cannot feel proud of our knowledge, that we cannot be egoistic under any circumstances. The second point is we cannot decide that we have arrived. Because we do not know how long we have to travel, how long we should continue to learn. How do we say that we have arrived? It's wrong. That's the reason why Ketu father Uddhalaka, asked him to go back to his master, to learn that which has not been taught to him which can be conveyed only through certain, there are certain indications and the good Master creates a situation for you to learn. So this episode tells us what a spiritual journey is all about. It is a spiritual journey that never ends and it is a to think that we have Arrived? How did you know? Who ch- who certified it? So, let's understand. We are all on a spiritual journey, growing from point to another point. This I wanted to share with you. And as it has been already said, that our view of life should be totally different, totally different from what we have been talking about. Since time up, we shall take this once again later. Sign up.